Welcome to Making Strides for Animal Chiropractic, where we promote integration and collaboration. Whether you are just starting your practice or you are ready to push the profession forward, we aim to provide you all the tools necessary to form relationships and educate your community. After all, spines of all sizes deserve to be adjusted. Welcome to our podcast and thanks for listening. Hey guys, it's Dr. K with Making Strides for Animal Chiropractic. In this podcast episode this week, I wanted to talk about how to have an amazing screening. For those of you that don't know what a screening is, it's basically where you have a vendor booth and you have um, interested people walk by and the goal is to convert them into clients. So this week, I wanna talk about a little bit more about my screening process and how I make it the best ever. But first, a quick word from our sponsors, iPoint Touch. You get up early each morning, you leave your house because you have a passion in your heart to serve the animals in your community. But it's not easy being an entrepreneur. You didn't dream about this life full of stress. When you come home, you should be at home. When you're at work, you should be at work. You shouldn't have to come home and work. You know, your passion keeps you focused on the next patient. You know, there are so many more stories of healing and you can't wait to get started touching lives and meeting new owners. But, you know, there's not all those endless hours for you to do that admin work. So iPoint Touch understands the passion um, and they want to help create solutions for you. So that way you can make the impossible possible and you can spend time touching lives and not spending endless hours doing admin work. To learn, learn a little bit more about their systems for integrative veterinary medicine, go to iPointTouch.com and schedule a time with Carmi. She's going to give you the attention you deserve, offer a guiding hand, and decrease your stress so that way you can focus on what's important. Hey guys, it's Dr. K with Making Strides for Animal Chiropractic. In this podcast episode, I want to talk about how to have a successful screening. Many of us chiropractors are familiar with the idea of a spinal screening, but basically the premise is you have a table and a booth at an event where people come by and they talk to you. And if they're interested, uh, you can theoretically tell them more about what you offer. So I personally have had mixed results in the past with vendor shows, um, so take them with a grain of salt. But I do recommend that if you're starting to venture out and develop your business, um, that you find vendor shows that are going to be conductive to the type of client that you want. So if you know, for example, that you want to work on barrel racers or agility dogs or uh, regular dog moms um, with geriatric pets, whatever your target demographic is, make sure that you cater um your attendance to these vendor shows based upon that demographic that you want to serve. If you are not interested in serving that type of client, well then why are you there at the trade show? Um, Because you're going to be spending money. Um, A lot of these trade shows you have to uh, rent space, so you pay upwards of $300 for four to five hours of just standing there. And um, just a piece of business advice, always put profit first. So if you have to choose between a trade show or a paying client, always go with a paying client first because you never know and nothing's guaranteed that you're going to get a client out of these trade shows. A lot of people are flaky and they're, they're just shopping, you know, and I'd rather you go with something um, that is already set in stone, someone willing to pay um, instead of you going with the prospect of other people that could be paying clients. Now, that's not to say that if you have just one or two clients um, that you shouldn't go to the trade show. It's just don't prioritize a trade show over uh, clients you already have. So now that uh, the state of the world is going back to more of a normal place, I'm going back to doing a couple trade shows myself. Um, They have been hit or miss sometimes, uh, depending on the demographic, um, but I find that um, 
you know, this coupled with veterinary lunch and learns is a great way to grow your practice. So I want to give you a couple of tips that you can use to make your spinal screening successful instead of just standing there um, awkwardly for five hours trying to talk to a bunch of people, which um, I'm an introvert. I hate talking to people. Um, so trying to sell myself for five or six hours straight has been... Um, exhausting. So I want to give you a way, uh, fellow introverts, hey, um, how to make this more centric to the patient and, um, you know, more successful for your practice. So that way you can get new patients coming in instead of just standing there and feeling like you wasted your time. So my first tip is one, make sure you look the part, build your brand. Um, I know a lot of people go to a trade show and they have like lawn chairs and a table and, uh, you know, they're wearing just a t-shirt and um, they don't have any, um, you know, logos or colors or um, anything to hand out. And they just don't look very professional. So I want your brand to grow beyond just you. So I want you to have, um, you know, a tablecloth with your colors on it, um, a banner with a logo on it, um, you know, something and, you know, a, something that you wear that is cohesive with everything else, whether it be a polo, scrubs, or a hat, t-shirt, something like that. So everything is, um, you know, recognizable. So if you go to several trade shows, people know you, they know who you are, and they, what and they know what your business is. Um, I want you to look the part so that way um, people can see you as a trusted resource instead of just someone who is doing this as a hobby for example. Um, so at my trade shows, I personally have an awning that is in my uh, business colors. It's blue. Um, I have a tablecloth that goes with it with my logo. Um, I have handout materials uh, that have all of my information on it. And I personally wear a polo and a hat that um, has my logo, my business name on it. Um, so that way, when I go to these different events, people know me, they know what business I'm there for. And um, it, it's just more cohesive across all of the places that I go. Um, so I recommend that you at least invest in a table, some chairs, a banner, and a tablecloth um, that have your logo, your colors, and your business name on it. So if you go to these events, people can recognize you. The second thing I recommend is talk to people what they need, not about what you want. So a lot of times when I go to trade shows, I personally feel like I'm just walking amongst used car salesmen. <laughs> it's essentially like they want to tell you everything about what they offer and what the cost is and why this is better than that and I don't really care about me or my needs and I personally as a small business owner don't want to come across like that to my client because if you ever bought a used car you know that the process is agonizing and I want to make it as centric to that person as possible to where I ask them what they're struggling with what do they want? Can I offer and support them in what they need? And uh, it makes the conversation much more productive because the person doesn't have their, their guard up against me. So what this looks like is instead of me walking up to someone and saying, have you heard about Amon Chiropractic? Let me tell you how awesome it is. Let me tell you um, what it is that I do. Let me tell you about my philosophy, my principles, um, my costs, and where I'm located. And instead of doing all that, I walk up to somebody and I kneel down and I say hi to their dog. I say, what's your dog's name? 
I say Fluffy. And I say, oh, hi, Fluffy. Well, have you had Fluffy? He looks a little bit older. Have you noticed him struggling with X, Y, Z? Is he not doing this anymore? You know, so I, I noticed him seeing kind of, um, he's sitting kind of funny with one leg out. Have he, has he always sat like that? I start talking to him about their dog, about what they care about, or if their horse is walking by, or I noticed them run and um, they knocked a rail or something. I say, you know, has your horse always done that? And I talk to them about their performance or their dog quality of life and something that they care about and then I engage them in a conversation about something that's important to them instead of me just walking up and immediately starting to try the sale process. I just find that people are more open and willing to talk about themselves than they are willing to listen to uh, me about something I care about. So start the conversation with um, you know their desires and what they need and I find that the conversation is more productive that way. So usually what happens is I look the part, they recognize my brand, they walk up and I say, oh, hey, my name's Dr. Katie. Uh, tell me about you. Tell me about your pet. Tell me about yourself. Are you struggling with X, Y, Z? And then if they seem interested, if they're like, you know what? He has sat like that a long time. Well, what do you think that means? I can say, you know what? Is it okay with you if I offer a complimentary hands-on evaluation? And usually, if they've already spent the time talking to me about their wants and needs, I go from them walking up to me, to me talking about them, to step three, offering free value. So I'm offering them a hands-on evaluation where I have a four-step evaluation of a couple things I check that I can show the owner's changes in real time right in front of them. Look, do you see that uh, he can't turn his head this way? Do you see it hurts when I press here? Do you see how he can't do this? How he can't do this? Um, whereas, you know, he should be able to do this and this. And this is what that means. So then I take them from talking about them to then offering them free value. And then they're going to start to notice, oh my gosh, maybe this is something I need. And they just didn't know it yet because you didn't show them um, some of these uh, pain points because as we know, animals are not very good at telling us if they're in pain. So step one, look the part. Have them come to you and recognize your brand. Two, talk to them about what they need. And then three, offer them free value via a hands-on assessment if you can. Uh, so you can show them some of these functional deficits their animal may have. And then once you get past that point and they seem really intrigued, really interested, and they recognize that they now want what you offer, you have a call to action. You say, hey, look, these are things uh, Fluffy is struggling with. Uh, I definitely can help you with this. I'd love to go ahead and get started. So can we go ahead and write down some information? Can I get some contact information from you and send you home with a new patient packet so that way we can um, get Fluffy started with his chiropractic exam and treatment? Um, I know it's been a little bit of a challenge to send patients home with a new patient packet. Getting the vet referral process can be tough, but at least if you get their contact information, you can do a follow-up with them and help them on the, with the process of getting that vet referral started, um, so that way you don't lose track of these people that you meet at an event. My least favorite thing ever at an event is just handing out um, pieces of information, brochures, business cards that people just throw away. I want to give my information, my call to action to these people that are actually interested in getting started with me instead of wasting my time and just throwing out these very expensive business cards um, into the world. Because I have personally been to events where I just uh, took it upon myself to go hand out a bunch of business cards and I watch people throw away um, 
you know, essentially my own money because I paid for those business cards. And I would much rather that business card go to one person that needs and wants my services instead of a thousand business cards going to people that don't even care about what I offer. So I recommend the call to action. You get their information. You send them home with what they need to do. And ideally, if you're in a direct access state, you schedule them an appointment right there. So that way you can make sure that that animal is going to get on your schedule. Now, um, I personally recommend after you get that, their contact information, you send them home with um, the new patient packet that a week or so um, after you follow up with them. That's my fourth uh, step right here is you follow up, see how they are, how they're doing, if they're still interested, and if they have any questions. People love when uh, you check up with them and see how they're doing and if they have any questions because it means that you're trying to anticipate and trying to help the process along instead of just reactively waiting um, because a lot of these people, life happens. They get busy. So it helps when you nudge them in the right direction to get their pet started. Now, I personally... Um, this is like my fifth tip, um, more of a recommendation is don't give away your services. So previously in the past when I've had vendor shows, um, the vendor, uh, people in charge have, uh, said, let's, let's do a giveaway. Let's do something to entice people to come by your booth. So I personally did a, um, a raffle where people would come by and I'd raffle off a free adjustment. And I personally find if you give away your services for free, no one's actually going to follow through because it means you don't value what you're offering. So if you are going to do a giveaway or a raffle, do not give away your services for free. Give away something else, like a product, um, such as like KT tape or um, maybe, maybe like a promotional item. Like I have a little doggy poop bags that have my logo on it. Give away something that is unrelated um, to your services. So that way when people actually do sign up for you, they're actually valuing you um, for what you offer. Um, and I just personally find it makes me feel better because I know that someone's actually um, getting used for my services and two promotional items I care less about than I do my time and I would much rather give away a promotional item instead of um, you know a valuable appointment slot for someone who's not even going to follow through and follow up. So um, if you're doing screen events awesome. I uh, look forward to hearing about all, all of your success stories and all the patients you're going to pick up. Um, I personally recommend that you look the part, have some branded materials, talk to people about, about their needs, not what you want to talk about. Um, offer a complimentary assessment. If they seem interested, send them home, call to action uh, with some new patient paperwork and collect their information, follow up with them, and personally, recommendation, don't offer your services away for free. So this is Dr. Katie with Making Strides for Animal Chiropractic. I hope this podcast has served you and your practice. If it has, please scroll down um, on Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. Let us know how we're doing. And if you would, follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Let us know by commenting, liking, sharing, and um, adding another animal chiropractor in need because I guarantee animals need you and there's not enough providers to go around. So let's get our practices more successful so we can help more animals. Until next week, we'll talk soon. Hey guys, Dr. Katie here. Thanks for listening. My intention behind starting this podcast was to build awareness and promote our amazing profession. If you like what we're doing here, please like, share, or leave a review. Help us to spread this movement so we all can begin to take steps towards change. Let's make strides for animal chiropractic.